If you're getting this message, it means we were successful once again in getting past the jammers and are now broadcasting on pirate radio from the free state of Texas. Stand by for more critical information to follow. Many Bothans died getting this message. We're back. Welcome back. The show has started now. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. We didn't do our marathon conversation to start off, so that's good. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of worried because we only talked for, what, like 10 minutes yeah. now. It's just, there, there is. Now the, the dryer is stopping, singing its little song in the background. Nice. Sweet. So, yeah, we took, you know what, another two weeks off since the last episode, or has it been longer than that? Uh, a week. It's only been a Cause week? Because we okay. tried last week, and then I don't know the... Internet, awesome Xfinity internet. Oh, that's got me again. That's right. That's right. Is how is the new internet working? I, uh, I took it back. Yeah, really. I didn't. I didn't make it all the way through the trial. Because is it? Because well, we don't have fiber optics. So we just had. I don't know. They called it Internet Air, whatever. So it pulls from like the cell towers and Mm -hmm. we just started having like super goofy problems. Like her, her stuff would drop out every once in a while, but my phone, which is also on AT&T, whenever it would connect to Wi-Fi, and then I would like leave the house, it would just become unusable. Hmm. It was super weird. And then it's like, it would, after like, I don't know, five minutes, it would like kick over to sell data. Yeah. But like, after you left the house with the Wi-Fi on? Yeah. But it would take it a while to yeah. figure yeah, it so out. Yeah, so I don't know, like can't have that. That's bizarre. So like my, like my, huh, my maps or... wouldn't work, like nothing would work. Yeah. Really? That's really weird. Well, it's just I wonder if it just thought the Wi-Fi was the cell signal. I mean, I could, I could come up with a bizarre explanation, but it still, it doesn't, it doesn't add up as to why that would happen. And then hmm. I took it in and like I, I told him about it. This is what's wrong with modern society. <laughs> well, because like I took it in, and like the only thing he could offer me for help was just telling me that oh, that shouldn't happen. And it's like, well, I yeah, I know that. That's why I'm getting rid of it, right? Like, <laughs> thank you for that. You like, you get paid by this company to tell me that. That's great. So. That's so that's so similar to <clears throat> uh, earlier. I jumped on. I set my uh, computer up in the garage and everything, and I've got the MacBook Air plugged in. I got two. USB-C ports and I have this recurring problem where one of them just stops working. It'll like, I can't even plug the power cord into it. It won't recognize it. Oh, wow. And so I was looking through some Apple forums and other people have the same issue. They're like, yeah, when I updated to the newest software version, it killed one of my USB ports and a bunch of their responses are just like, well, that shouldn't happen. (laughs) Like that, mine works. It's like, 
okay, we we know, uh, cool, <laughs> but can we solve the problem? They're like, nah, it's 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 just you. That's a you problem. It's that same exact thing, and I was just furious at those those people. But uh, what is, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it shouldn't it shouldn't be a problem. Well, it is. So can we do something about it? <laughs> yeah, I just I don't get. I can't remember if I talked on the show or not about my issues with Xfinity, but it's just like you pay these companies, you know, hundreds upon hundreds of dollars to provide a service and that service doesn't get provided. And then you come in and I mean, if you do come in, you don't hardly get to talk to anybody like in person. Mm -hmm. So then you get sent to whatever outsourced, you know, either their chat bot or whatever type of person who doesn't live in the country. So they can just pay them a meager wage to answer the phone and not give a crap. Mm-hmm. And then like nothing ever gets solved. And it's like, if, if you know as much as I do, like why am I paying you guys hundreds upon hundreds of dollars? Right. They just want you to go away. You know, it's like they, <clears throat> it, they figured out the business model. The business model is you're going to get, let's say 5% of customers who've got very complicated and time consuming problems and you just ignore them and make it impossible for them to actually reach somebody. You don't even hire people who fix those kinds of problems. That's the real, yeah. that's the real uh, meat of it. You just, those people will just self select and leave. And then there you go. Problem solved. And you just saved money. It's, it's like that with the, the post office, I've been still fighting through getting my um my mail forwarded. They can't do it is the bottom line. <laughs> We've Sierra's gone in to the post office. I've gone into the post office. Nothing. Nothing happens. They they basically say, oh, use the informed delivery app and change your address. And you do that, you enter the new address and it says address not found. So you go into the post office, you tell them about, I went in yesterday to the post office, stood in line, talked to a guy. He just blankly stared at me <laughs> with anger in his eyes. I'm like, I had, I moved. The mail went to my old mailbox. I can't get into my mailbox. How do I get that mail? And he's like, go try and uh, talk to a carrier. Go stand in that other line. And I did that. Told the same story. The guy looked at me and he's like, oof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. What am I supposed... Can, can you have... And I, I said, can you have the mail carrier take the mail out of the mailbox and bring it back to the post office? And he's like, mm, no, no, it's, it's not going to happen. I was like, well, he's like, we well, we have a different carrier there every day. And I, I don't even know who I'd send that to. And I was just... So I have $200 worth of gift cards sitting in a mailbox that's locked that I can't get into. And there's nothing you can do about it. And he's like, well, you can uh, fill out this change of address form, like a paper copy and go back into the original line and hand it to the guy. And that, but you're not going to get the mail. It's already in the mailbox. And it's just like, oh my God. So I just had to stake out the mailbox over there and wait for the mail to be delivered and then just take the stuff out of the box. That's crazy. It was a miracle, an absolute miracle 
that that actually worked out. But she could have been just anyways. anybody, and the mail guy was just like, yeah, whatever, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they opened the whole bank of mailboxes, and I just walked up and found my box and just took the stuff. They didn't even look at me. They didn't say anything. <laughs> he probably didn't want to like, I, he's like, I don't want to know. I don't get paid yeah, enough for this. You, so, yeah, uh, there's a hot tip if you want to commit mail fraud. Nice. I'll keep that in mind. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because there's nothing but junk mail in there anyways. But, yeah, so, yeah, that's government for you, I guess. It's completely incompetent. But it seems like that's, you know, with your story with Xfinity and everything, it's they get to the point where the corporations are so gigantic that they just start to become incompetent, too. I think that's just the society's trending towards, I don't know, that what's that movie, Idiocracy? I mean, yeah. we're kind of, we're already there. We're like in the sequel, possibly into the trilogy by now, but it, <laughs> I, it just, everything is designed, like there's no service industry no. anymore. It's just, you used to be able to go in and I'm not saying like it needs to be the customer's always right, like that type of thing, but you used to be able to go in and present a problem. Like this is how old I am. I remember... Being able to go into a cell phone store, you could go in there, they'd be in the mall, the same place you bought the phone from, and you could just mm-hmm. be like, hey, my screen is cracked. And they're like, cool. It takes about 30 minutes to fix it in the back. So you go mm-hmm. walk to the food court, have a little lunch, come back, pick up your phone, done. Now yeah. you have to go in, fill out all these forms. Actually, you don't even have to go in. You have to log on to the app or the website, fill out the online questionnaire, wait for them to send you a box, <laughs> then send your broken phone to, the, you know, and it's like, golly, man, like, why, why, why are we going this route? It's just mm. none of it's convenient anymore, this Hyper, we've done everything to try to maximize convenience and connection with communities, and we've lost all of that. We've lost the convenience factor. We've lost the connection to community, and it's just, I don't know, man. It's just everything is programmed for obsolescence, if I said that right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even even relationships with people are programmed for obsolescence at this point. Right. It's so fake. We've regressed as a society where, I mean, you can just communicate with hieroglyphics. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, what what, what are we doing? What is this? I hate emojis. I hate yeah. them so much. But like, you can you can reach out to like your your family members or your friends. Just be like, hey man, how's it going? And I could send you. A picture of a cartoon thumb pointing upwards, and that's our communication for the week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what is that? You're just assuming you know what that yeah. means. <laughs> I think, I mean, it's probably a safe bet. Yeah, but like, you know, what is that? Like, I don't know how, you don't, you don't or you don't know how I'm actually doing, you know? Yeah. And it's like, like if I don't, if we didn't like talk every week or, you know, try to talk every week or like, we would have no idea what's going on, you know? Right. Absolutely no idea. 
it's weird it's very strange how and it, it's happening quickly too it's just it just seems like nobody really cares no. they just don't care anymore about anything even you know like just going back to the service stuff it's like people don't they're there to not get fired basically <laughs> yeah it's not it's not it's basically you have to do the bare minimum you show up and you just try to not get yelled at and not get fired it's just nobody there's no pride in work no, at all there's none it's just it's nuts I don't know. Maybe this is it's idiocracy. I mean, that's kind of what I thought when you know Trump got elected. Who's the the president in that? Ma- was it, it Macho? It Terry. Yes, yeah, Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Yeah. I forget what his character is. Macho. Something. I don't remember. It's, it's like the world's just broke. Seems like there's some sort of correlation. 2016, something like yeah. that. Who knows? Maybe it's the maybe all the nuts are right, and it's the uh, Large Hadron Collider turned on, and we went to a parallel universe. Uh, it could <laughs> be something seems goofy. I, mean... <laughs> I I do think Trump broke, if not the entire, I guess space time continuum. He definitely <laughs> broke just the brain function of a lot of people. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. Like, I don't know. It's just like, like, again, like I voted for the dude once and but like, I don't think about him unless mm-hmm. if I read an article about him, you know, right. There's some people like I'll read comments online and just, just bring up Trump for no reason. It'll be like, I was reading an article, um, uh, from the BBC, and like somebody brought up Trump, and I was like, "What? The, why? Like, what? What does this have to do with anything?" <laughs> Dang it! I shouldn't have brought him up. Sorry, <laughs> but no. I mean, he just like the like this dude lives. I, I hate the term, but like he lives rent free in these people's brains. I think it's a great term. I I just it gets about. used so much. I don't know. I guess I saw it on a billboard for Bucky's. So. Okay. <laughs> that so that I, one in like you're right. That one in um real time. That one bugs me too real for some time. reason. Oh my gosh. I just see them so oh. much. It's like when when white women start using it, then you know it's like become too mainstream. How about we need to talk. Yeah, I see that all the time, and as article headlines, we need to talk. Yeah, just like go away. <laughs> that one, one that I'm glad is like fading away is, um, I don't know who needs to hear this, but oh man, oh make me puke. <laughs> I hated that one. There's some uh, was uh, some conservative, I don't know, pseudo celebrities still use it. It's just, ugh, it's just stop. You do know who I needs to hear it. Everybody it. needs to hear it. 
<laughs> and you wrote the story with that particular audience in right. mind. Otherwise, you wouldn't have written it. Right. So you know exactly who you're talking to. Oh, it's just, just more of it's the... amazing how little memes go everywhere. Yeah. Like the freaking hard men make <laughs> easy times like everybody's saying that now and it's really starting to yeah. pee me off like just everybody in there ah i don't know it's just like yes it was a very obscure saying and now it's just absolute mainstream everybody like basically every time i listen to a political podcast somebody says <laughs> that and that's annoying Ugh. because it's like okay you're so you're either saying one of two things one that you're a soft man or two that you're a hard man <laughs> if you're saying you're a hard mm-hmm. man why are you not creating easy times <laughs> there you go i didn't think about that it's just I, it's a very binary situation and so you have to be one or the other i don't i it i i hear it from it's mainly from uh old at least 50 year old conservative dudes so i think they're they're calling themselves the hard men so yeah i'm sure they are self-aggrandizing i don't know people like sean hannity yeah well i guess i heard vivek say i think it was him uh man oh yeah him he's he's been going on alex jones like crazy now really a regular thing yeah it's really strange she's such a weird dude he is i just i can't trust him right like it just doesn't seem natural it doesn't um he he doesn't have it so unless he's a true believer and he's actually believes what he says he believes which basically he's got the money and he feels it's his obligation to try to do something to whatever bring down the establishment or change things okay so we could take it on face value but if he's not he 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 must be smart enough to realize that he doesn't stand a chance at winning like there's no way so then why is he doing it um i had somebody brought up the point actually i think it was alex jones he said that uh he's in cahoots with trump he's basically his um they have the same message essentially in that vivek is doing the campaigning for trump to get the message out there because trump is not campaigning Hmm. um which actually kind of makes a lot of sense you know uh it's like you get this yeah you just get him out there to spew the message and then you know when it gets closer to election time you just jump in there, continue the same message, and everybody's already heard it already, and you didn't have to do all the work. Um, the other thing I was, I'm strongly, I'm thinking, is that he is going to be the VP oh, for Trump. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Well, still, I mean, we, it's getting pretty close. They're going to have to, somebody's going to have to pick vps here pretty yeah. soon both both sides are i just i don't well, i guess not i can't him. trust him enough like i i do think yeah I don't he either. could be another brutus 
if if yeah. Trump were to survive and become president, like I I I definitely think he could be the Lyndon B. Johnson to JFK. Right. That very well could be. That very well could be. I. That's um, Alex Jones calls him the the spare tire. He even said it to his you know while he was talking to him. He's just like he lets Vivek do his little. Yes, and uh, when I'm president and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, wow, yeah, yeah. We, all, we all know. We all know Trump's the main guy. I support Trump. I mean, you don't, you, he basically like, you don't stand a chance. <laughs> but he's like, if, if Trump dies and he's not going to make it, and we all know he's probably not going to make it to the election, you're the, you're the spare. So that, you know, <laughs> if they take him out, they're just going to get, get you. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's real interesting to hear that you know it's the kind of stuff that i'm you know we both thought as far as uh them taking taking out trump right i don't know he's they're they're wargaming it he was even asking he was asking vivek to war game what's going to happen what did what did he say he he basically said the same thing i mean he's like they're going to stop at nothing they've they've kept escalating it at every point um it's and yeah, it's going to end badly. And that's what uh, Alex Alex Jones then asked him. He's like, well, then why are you doing it? Because you realize that there's going to be the same target on your back. And of course, he's like, well, whatever, you know, he's played the martyr. And hmm. it's just whatever happens, happens. You know, I'm willing to take the risk. And it's just like, OK. Doesn't it kind of strike you as odd that so many people are just it seems to be just openly accepting that like Trump could die. Mm -hmm. It's the, the predictive programming. You put that, that message out there. It's just like the, you know, whatever else you want to, to talk about. It's you saturate the media with that message for the longest time. And then when it happens, people have already kind of accepted it. You know, it's like, well, we thought this could happen. So it's not, not a big of as big of a shock and people don't have as large of a reaction to it. Yeah. I mean, they, they there's a lot of, I, I guess I shouldn't say that. I was going to say it, it was with the lockdowns and stuff. I heard somebody mention that, but before that happened, I had never heard Jack about lockdowns or anything like right. that. So that, that is not a good example. <laughs> I don't know. That's just weird. I just started thinking about that, that, there does there seem to be a lot of people openly talking about Trump dying. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it started with um. Well, I I heard a few people kind of bring it up. I I don't know who, but uh, Tucker Carlson when he interviewed Trump like whatever six months ago, he I think he was the one who really brought it mainstream. Hmm. But but everybody, I mean, ev it's everywhere. I even had one of my articles was uh gosh where what is it it was a bunch of different people asked were asked their opinion of what's going to happen in 2024 and there was one in there where yep well what happens if you know the president dies or is killed and just like wait what when have we ever yeah when have we ever talked about this before yeah that's weird it's that mockingbird 
media and the uh, predictive programming. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or is it just, you know, we're, it's not like we're that original. We both came to the same conclusion too. I think quite a long time ago too. Is this, you look at the trajectory of the escalation and there's, there's no signs of stopping or backing down and you know, the law doesn't matter. So you just keep stepping it up and stepping it up. Maybe that's what it is. Is it is just, I mean, it's just a, I mean, it's a communist takeover and that's what they do. It's the next step. Yeah. If imprisoning the rival doesn't work or the opposition doesn't work, I mean, the next step is to eliminate them at all costs. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I think we already, the more, the more I look at the language around the, um, yeah, we just celebrated the anniversary of uh, January 6th there, <laughs> the most, uh, the deadliest attack in whatever U.S. history, worse than Pearl Harbor. Um, I, I really think the more I look at this is they, they orchestrate the, whoever is running Biden, the people in charge, whoever you want to say it is, they orchestrated a coup the last election. Mm-hmm. It was Trump was going to win and they either rigged the election, maybe, um, quite possibly. (laughs) I shouldn't say either. They did rig the election. They installed Biden. And then to blow smoke, to cover the tracks, they staged the January 6th thing. And now you get to do the classic accuse the other side of what you did. Cause you know, if they didn't have that, you know, what else would there be? And, and it's like the whole, um, putting up fences and the 10,000 guard, you know, national guard people stationed around the, the Capitol for however long it was a month, months. Like that's, that's what a, the leader of a coup would do after they took over the seat of power and then go after all potential rivals, which there really weren't any. I mean, there were, so they were going to have the hearings on January 6th, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Certifying the vote. And there were many, many Republicans who were going to bring evidence of the irregularities in the vote. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, that was what they were going to talk about. And it was all interrupted. Then they sent everybody home, locked the place down. And lo and behold, all of those objections just disappeared. And we haven't heard anything about it since. So it's like, what was going on behind the scenes? What kind of threats were happening? Yeah. It just, to me, it adds up to... You know, it's well, we're going to tie if you have objections. Now you're an insurrectionist, right? Yeah. And all this language around insurrection, it's just they're accusing the other side of what they did. You know, Trump questioned the integrity, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, now we're taking. All right. So that's the other thing. Taking Trump off the ballot because he's a threat to democracy. 
what what i mean you're isn't that the definition of anti-democratic what are people going to make the wrong decision if he's on the ballot we can't allow people to make the wrong decision is what that's yeah that's (laughs) creepy man what are we doing here Speaking of that, what you just said, so this kind of ties into like the predictive programming and stuff. Um, yeah. Did you check out that Twitter thing I sent you? Oh, shoot. All no. Right. Do you care if I try to play the audio I, from it? Go for it. Did Was that the text message yeah. you sent me? Oh, I tried to open that and it, it didn't oh, work. Son of a gun. It's not open for me either. They took it down already. All right. Hold <laughs> on. I'll see if this will work. All right. I'm going to try to YouTube it. Good old YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting creepy. But getting creepy. But out basically, there, but... Uh, so what, what I sent him was uh, a fake movie trailer that they made to run against Trump. And it's, I don't know, I guess like a purge uh, parody if you will. I don't know. This was on, where was this on Twitter? Who made it? Uh, I can't remember who I seen it from. I actually saw it on Instagram, so I'm not sure. I don't remember who originally. Uh, Let's see. Biden purge video. This is going to get me on the list. (laughs) We're already on a list. We're on all the lists, but yeah, it's not coming up. Dang it. Oh, is this it here? All right. This might be it. All right. right, I'll see if I can get this to work. There's an extremist movement does not share the basic beliefs of our democracy. Nope, that's not it. That wasn't it. That wasn't no. it. It sounded like it could have been it. No, it had... Maybe it was fake. Maybe I fell for fake news. I mean... It's easy. It's easy. It can happen. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're right, though, with the... There's now that uh, that movie coming out about the Civil War. Civil War that, that that they've been pushing that narrative for. Gosh, when did that even start? I mean, that was 2020, basically. Yeah. Where there was going to be a civil war, people were so divided, and it's like I just that that's where is that coming from? That's some of that predictive programming we're talking about. And I think it goes along the lines of. You know, basically, as and that's the other thing that goes along with the takeover is um, almost as soon as they got that old coot in office, um, he started talking and all the uh, military industrial types, defense department types, uh, they started talking about how, oh, and the FBI, how white nationalism was the biggest threat to our democracy, yeah, like homegrown, violent extremism. 
And I've never heard any examples. Like it's been three years now, let's say since they started talking about that, like it, what is that? Where are they getting this information? They don't share it. They're not like, Oh, well there's this group over here. That's plotting this. We stopped this threat. It's just, it's an accusation and what it is. And then they tie it right in with Trump voters. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so it started basically with the military is one of the things I heard first. They said the military has a extremism problem. And so they cleaned house is what they did. Uh, they went through and started getting rid of people apparently from the military who they thought were threats, who had ties with extremist groups, quote unquote. And what they really mean is Trump voters or Republicans. So, all right. So they, they rigged the election. They took over. They threatened any kind of political opposition. They've absolutely demonized the main candidate. And not only that, now they've gone to the point of, calling Trump supporters terrorists. And I have seen that in news stories. Like they're more likely to be terrorists. They're radicalized. They are anti-democratic. And, you know, it's, we don't have a, you know, um, what did they say? Uh, The problem is 40%, you know, it's, we're never going to come to an agreement if 40% of the country is going to vote for Trump again. Like that's the, that's their problem. It's not the person necessarily. It's the people who would vote for a guy like that. It's like, after all we've seen, after all these indictments, after all this, you know, an insurrectionist, who's going to vote for an insurrectionist? Well, you must be an insurrectionist then if you're going to vote for him. So they're tying the entire political opposition and they're, they're branding them as terrorists. And what, you know, what can we do? The country's been set up for the last 20 years to fight terrorism. So I think there's a very specific reason why they chose that route is the entire uh, spying apparatus and uh, the military is geared towards rooting out cells of terrorists working behind the scenes. And so they think that that's going to be a uniquely useful tool in keeping down their political opposition. Basically we've had a coup and now they're turning all of the apparatus of government against any political opposition. That's the conclusion that I've come to at this point. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. We look at everything across the board that's, that's been going on. I can see Mm -hmm. that. And so the next step, as we get closer to the election, which they will not let happen, um, I don't think they're going to try. They're going to try the rigging game again, but I don't know if it's going to work as well this time. And I think that it's becoming more and more obvious that that it was rigged. So they're going to try a different tactic. And they've realized that it's not Trump. He's not the problem because you can get rid of him. They're not going to let him get in there for sure, but they've realized that you, there's 40% of the population that they don't like and they want to get rid of. And I think there's a very 
real uh, possibility that there's going to be some false flag attacks staged by the government. And they're going to really, really crack down, if not cancel the election entirely. Now, I'm not just getting this from Alex Jones either. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is my personal opinion because there's been story after story after story talking about how the power grid is vulnerable and it's going to get attacked. And that that would be the perfect. <laughs> it's just constant. There's oh, the grid's vulnerable to cyber attack. China, Russia might attack the the power grid. You know white extremism homegrown terrorist groups are talking about attacking the power grid and it's just like odd and like i see what you guys are doing here yeah yeah i don't know they're laying it out for for something something to happen Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i have been noticing a lot of ratcheting up of talks of civil war and i mean i just saw i don't know a video clip of a a podcast talking about um when was the last time um they try to keep a candidate off the ballot and they Mm. said abraham lincoln and they're like what followed after that civil war they're like this. Oh yeah. Like this doesn't end well. It's like, oh, it's like I don't know. It's like there's just a powder keg brewing. They want something to happen so bad. And mm-hmm. I think especially after seeing the the Fed boys on J six and what's happening to people, like they're not making moves of any sort, even protesting anything. And right. so that's kind of like, I, I think that's kind of upsetting them. And yeah, yeah, I just, I don't know, but they're, they're trying to push for some type of anything, anything to just bring the next phase in, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what you would do though, is, is rile people up to the point where somebody does something stupid. And if you don't get that, as time keeps ticking here, because it's it's not it's not that anybody th- I don't know I mean I shouldn't say anybody it's not that they think that there's going to be a civil war because I still maintain over what about what like what what is going to be the issue at play where people would be willing to risk yeah. their comfortable middle class existence and basically die for something i don't see that as really a possibility but i think that they want to manufacture that possibility in our minds so that if something happens um people are already expecting it it's like oh yep there's a civil war that we expected it's like well what's the civil war gonna look like is it gonna look like federal troops invading areas and arresting people i don't know could yeah uh, I, I don't know maybe i'm too maybe i'm a little bit too wacko on this but no i mean i think that's kind of what they do they have a couple big ones you know just make a grand scheme of kind of like when they uh 
when they invaded um oh what's his name uh roger stone like cnn cameras mm. just happened to be on site you know to record mm. the whole thing like I, like I think they'll do something like that where or something will happen so it's it's in the news it becomes a big deal just to try to um uh get everybody else kind of you know in line make sure they don't step out and kind of keep them in fear really yeah well yeah crack down really hard and set an example that's what um that's what they wanted to happen with uh what the heck was it georgia where trump got arrested um yeah i saw countless stories like every single take on that was oh my gosh he's going to be at the courthouse his his uh heavily armed supporters are going to show up and something's going to happen like i saw so many stories like that it's like where where is that coming from is that just some sort of paranoia or you know where did you all get that same message i don't know yeah that's i don't know <laughs> a lot of it's just ah uh, it just like gets you <laughs> at least to me it does it just gets me riled up i just yeah. i don't like any of it yeah it's gonna be exciting that, that that's one I, way to to look at it <laughs> it's fun times fun times yeah we'll see i guess we got oh, another 11 months to go yeah anything could happen like the zombie deer oh yeah the zombie deer what was that about I don't I don't know for sure. Let me see. I'm sure I can pull up an article here. Hold on. It's got me spooked because I just got some venison. Oh no. Uh looks like Is that about CWD or yeah. is it something else? But they're saying that um it might be able to jump to humans and stuff and it just makes them Wait a minute. Chronic wasting disease. Wasn't there like two years ago that was like running around? It's It's been going on for, I think, decades now or at least a couple decades. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm not worried about it no more. Well, I mean, it is really concerning. I, if the, I listen to the Meat Eater podcast, Steve Ranella, and they talk about that off and on. But it is... If it makes the jump, if it can make the jump to humans, that would be unbelievably devastating. It, it's basically in it. It is absolutely incurable, and the uh, the prions uh, that cause it, like I think it comes from brain tissue, but you basically the deer shed it everywhere, and they the prions don't go away. Even they can withstand thousands of degrees. So even if you cook it, even if you try to sterilize something, you can't can't destroy them. So it's incurable and highly contagious, and you basically can't get rid of the the uh, mm. whatever <clears throat> the prions. So it is literally <laughs> like a zombie disease in that respect. Well, I don't know. I guess if I get it, I get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any known human 
no no person's ever got it. Hmm. That's the the Steve Rinella challenge. He always asks people. He's like, so if I were to make, you know, that's his. He asks people like, are you worried about it? They're like, no. He's like, okay. So if I were to make a raw hamburger patty of brain tissue that we know has CWD in it, would you eat it? And people are like, uh, well, maybe not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> and you put it in those terms. It's, kind of concerning but i mean people are eating cwd meat constantly and nobody's ever got sick from it so that's fair yeah probably probably okay unless somebody tries to weaponize it who would do such a thing like that uh, it's gosh i that would be crazy you know it'd be absolute that'd be a lunatic freaking working on viruses and all sorts of diseases and making them more contagious splicing things together madness yeah the government would never fund that kind of stuff either never which i've been sick for like two weeks straight (laughs) just doesn't go away it started off as a cough turned into GI stuff and now I've got a head cold. So there's been no break in the sickness since before Christmas. That's not good. Yeah. Let's see. Why do you, why do you think that is? Do you think there's something, I don't know, because of potential experimentation and, uh, I guess amplification of bugs and diseases. I mean, that's the news says, you know, everybody's getting sick. It's there's three different things. It's the flu, it's RSV and it's COVID all going around, which very well, it, it might be the case. Um, I have this sneaking fear in the back of my head that because COVID is new, um, and because it was specifically designed to infect humans, um, and then you couple that with the vaccinations, which just give COVID a training model to mutate. Um, and that's that's a big one in my mind, is if everybody has the exact same quote-unquote immunity, that the virus then gets the perfect training opportunity to infect a human with a very specific immune response and so if you give it enough iterations like millions and millions if not billions of opportunities it's going to mutate specifically to become more contagious and so if i were to just hazard a wild guess as to why i've been sick but anecdotally a lot of people have been sick is that it basically mutates very quickly and you get hundreds of strains or tens of strains of COVID that's isolated in certain populations. So anytime you interact with that little bubble of people who've got that new mutation, you're going to get sick again. Mm. So it's, I mean, cause it just seemed like clockwork. Um, I got sick because I went out of town. So I encountered something there, got the chest cold thing. Then we went to Christmas and that's when 
you know, everybody there, the family members had all said that they've been sick, got a new mutation there, you know, came back, interacted with somebody else, got a new mutation, who knows, you know, but just something that's been, I've been knocking around in the back of my head. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Um, not to be a dick, Uh-oh. but I, I don't know. I don't really get sick and like, I, I never got COVID at hmm. all. And I tried like when you, when you had it and you came over and helped me with, uh, doing some plumbing and stuff. Remember? Right. And yep. I did that cause like, I didn't care. I wanted to get it so I could, you know, get immunities to it. And I, I never got it. Mm. If I did, I, I don't know. Like I had extremely, I don't know, low symptoms or whatever, but I never like came down with like a fever and couldn't breathe and all this other crazy stuff. Right. Um, I mean, it's, it is, that's, I've been reading that there are people out there who, you know, supposedly never got it, but there's a certain percentage of the population who just is pretty much asymptomatic with it. So you very well could have had it and just never had any symptoms. Yeah, maybe. Or just not got it. I mean, it's possible. And like this RSV thing, I'm pretty sure it's just pneumonia, right? It's it's some sort of virus, but it's like a it affects children and the elder, elderly. So I don't know why they're pushing it so hard. Scare tactics. You know? Yeah, just trying to sell more vaccinations. Basically, it's probably the biggest money-making scheme in human history is these vaccines. Oh, yeah. We'll get on lists for sure. If we talk about that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, that's just going to get me more just mad. talking to ourselves. That's going to get me more mad. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to do that. All right. <laughs> that's fair enough. Oh man. <clears throat> Let's see. Oh, that bomb threat thing. Did you see that? No. Maybe there was, um, it it just kind of was a little blip, but there was like three or four different. No, there's a whole bunch, uh, Connecticut, Georgia, Kentucky, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Montana, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on. All got bomb threats on, uh, January 3rd. And they evacuated them all. Weird. Yeah. Just weird. Did they find out? Was it just like, uh, was it those kids that do that swatting thing? Let's see. It was a email. They emailed. Uh, it doesn't say who they emailed, but an email went out. I thought I heard that it went to the actual Capitol buildings, but. I've not heard anything since. Hmm. Just another cover-up, huh? Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Do you see that thing hmm. where there's like, I don't know, it looked like 20, 30 cop cars in Miami? No. I've only seen pictures of it, and the the, the reasoning for it was these kids were launching fireworks at each other at people in a mall or something. 
Oh. And I don't know if you've ever been seen somebody pulled over, been pulled over, and all of a sudden there's like three cop cars behind them for no reason. They're they're yep. trying to say it was because of that. Uh-huh. There's a lot of conservative slash conspiracy people. They're trying to say aliens landed. What? Yeah, this is like, come on, dude. <laughs> what is going on? Like it was it, it was crazy, and I don't know if I buy the fireworks story, but I don't know if it's just aliens. That's a big jump. That's bizarre. Yeah. In Miami, when was this? Uh, just a couple days ago. Huh? No, I didn't didn't see that. Let's see if I can pull that up. Man, where else was that? Supposedly, that reminds me of something I was reading like a couple months ago. I think it was in Nevada. These people called the cops because they saw some like tall alien looking things walking around in their backyard. Supposedly like took a video of it and showed it to the cop. And the cop was like, yeah, looks like an alien. (laughs) But it's funny how that's kind of gone out of popularity. They don't need it anymore. Yeah. But whatever they were doing with it ended because I I think I read that Congress was, they've been having some sort of commission or whatever thing going on talking about that. And they just decided, yeah, we're going to push it back until like 2040 or something like that. Wow. I, I mean... I don't know what. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? They just disclosure. They know something. They lie about everything. Yeah, the more this goes on, the more I think it's just absolutely nothing. <clears throat> Let's see. What else you got in the bank there? A lot of things that just aren't that, they're kind of not related to each other, but um, I was telling you how I'm interested in the sun, Mm -hmm. how it affects earth and possibly causing earthquakes and stuff that um, I watched that space weather news channel. It's a YouTube channel. They put out just updates on solar activity every day, but they've got some older videos kind of I don't it just seems like pseudoscience like I was saying just how the uh, sun's magnetic fields can interact with the earth and cause earthquakes and stuff but they actually predicted basically it's the um the uh, the solar poles flip every 11 years and mm-hmm. we're kind of we're going through that process right now so the north and the south pole the sun flip but they don't flip instantaneously. They slowly rotate. And you know how there's there's sunspots. And that's usually there's more sunspots during that the flip right at the beginning and the end. Um, but there's also this the like this dark, what do they call them? It's like a a hole in the plasma on the sun. Okay. That is caused by the magnetic fields. And usually when the sun is oriented up and down north and the south poles are pointing up and down those black holes are at the top and the bottom 
and that's where a lot of they emit a ton of uh, electromagnetic fields out of those and plasma. But those those poles when the when it the the poles flip those black spots kind of orient around the uh, equator of the sun as they work their way to the the top and the bottom again, and so then they they can point directly at the Earth. Um, and this this video channel, the Space Weather News, is saying there's a high correlation between earthquakes and when those black spots are pointed at the earth and they they're like they had this news update right before that japan earthquake that just happened and they said on the channel like yep be on the lookout for earthquakes because <laughs> that black spot's just about to be pointed at earth and then lo and behold a few days later that earthquake happened and they apparently documented this thousands of times so hmm just to interesting little tidbit at least to me but don't don't know if it's pseudo pseudoscientist or gosh pseudoscience or what it is but um along that note i guess i saw this story in popular mechanics i saved it on december 22nd but basically talking about uh the title is Brutal Storms from Space Could Absolutely Devastate Our Trains and Railroads. Oh, good. Which is kind of uh, underselling it, in my opinion. Because it wouldn't just be the, the trains and the railroads. If there's a big enough uh, solar flare that's pointed at Earth, could uh, knock out our entire entire power grid pretty easily, if not fry every piece of electronics that we have. But it occasionally pops up. Or a nicely um, placed EMP that they could blame on, right. on the weather. Yeah, EMPs, which um, I don't know if you saw that story of China has this little space plane it launched a few weeks ago. And they were, you know, people are watching it and they're like, yeah, yeah, it dropped three little things out the back of it. And we have no idea what those are. Hmm three little satellites i was just like my spidey senses just immediately went off and i was like why wouldn't you just put little nuclear satellites up in orbit and then at any point you could drop them down in the the correct area up in the ionosphere and just set off an emp it's kind of would be outrageous if every country with you know Nuclear weapons and a decent space program wouldn't have done that already. Right. It's like mad, you know, mutually assured destruction. You know, everybody's, you have to have some sort of parity with your, your foes. Otherwise, they could just push the switch and end and your country. You have to have that uh, ability to retaliate. So it would only make sense to me that all the major nuclear powers would have satellites with nuclear weapons on them already. But nobody talks about that. Well, I guess it's good that China didn't send a weather balloon over here to find prime <laughs> targets. Yeah. Map it all out. Yeah. Apparently they were using um, uh, cell car carriers 
<laughs> like a major, the story that I read said they used a major cells, cellular provider to uh, communicate. Of course, it's probably AT&T and Swami. That's exactly what I was thinking. Or no, it's Verizon. Verizon, because they have the best coverage, right? Their marketing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it could be T-Mobile, because now T-Mobile is... um. I saw a thing where they are going to be like censoring your texts and stuff. Oh yeah. So seems pretty China esque. Right. Apparently that's a, a big issue. They've been, um, especially rural, rural areas when they try to upgrade their cellular equipment, they'll buy cheap, you know, cheaper Chinese stuff. And apparently that's a gigantic problem with, uh, the Chinese just put a little little uh, chip in there that monitors all the communications that go through the cell tower <laughs> and report it back to them. Of course they do. It's like, hey, do. here's this. It's like, how, why is this 30% cheaper than all the other competition? It's like, well. <laughs> God, how stupid can people be? Right? Well, I mean, it just goes along with that, that solar flare or EMP thing. Um. I was reading before the show. Uh, there's actually a commission to assess the threat to the United States from EMP attack. So the government funds this frigging commission and they've identified the risk of EMP and apparently solar flares. They had a big, uh, back in 2014, they had a big meeting about that. Um, and it's a pretty simple fix. You just harden the, um, the major transformers and bury power lines. And you could, for a few billion dollars, harden the electrical grid. And we wouldn't have to worry about EMPs or solar flares, but hmm. you can't be bothered to spend the money. Nah, why do that? Nah. Oh, crazy. Yep. That's the only thing I got. This world is crazy. <laughs> it sure is. Let me see. Where'd my news feed go? Got to... Oh, yeah, that's... We talked about that earlier, but the how customer service has gone to heck. And, and yet tipping has gone up. It's now like mandatory in most places. Yeah, that's just went to that gets annoying. Like if you go out to eat at all and you already see that they threw in a, a gratuity amount that's not the tip. So, right. so you're already just charging you just for that person bringing your food. And then you also have to tip beyond that. It's yeah. Like, well, oh. and the defaults, you know, they put the it never used to be a thing. It was just like popped up a year ago or a couple of years ago where at the bottom of the receipt, it's got the suggested tip amounts. It'll tell you how much to tip for the percentage. And it like starts at 18 and goes to freaking, I don't even know what, 30%. Yeah. It's like, why would I ever tip 30% on a, I, it, it kind of makes sense at a restaurant. Like I think, Tipping is absolute garbage and it shouldn't exist because you're just, it's 
basically false advertising. <laughs> like, here's the price, but we're going to, you know, if you don't add on an additional 20%, you're a bad human being because we don't pay our servers enough. It's like, we'll just pay them more and show the real price on the menu. But then the other argument is, well, just don't go out to eat then if you can't afford to tip. It's like, well, fine, fair enough. I don't go out to eat anyways. So, but when I go to Subway and the freaking tip pops up and you have to push an extra button to not tip right for the $11 sandwich. Like this used to cost $7. Why is it $11 now? And you're wanting a tip on top of it. Yeah. I went to, just... we picked up, uh, I don't know. It was like Chinese or something and I picked it up. So like you made it, mm. but I, but I, I'm picking it up. You know what yep. I mean? Like I'm, I'm bringing it to to my house and they still ask for a tip. And I was like, for what? Who are you tipping that at that point? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Like I haven't eaten yet. So I don't know if it's good. I'm not going to tip the chef yet. You know, <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. So here's something interesting. When we were, when we were in the UK, they, they don't have any of that on there. No. They like they kind of give you an option, but they they never ask for it, and like we didn't know if it was expect like if they just didn't do it or what, because nobody brought. They don't. Yeah, and it's like so the cabbies. Uh, you can give them a tip, but but they don't ask for it at all, and we didn't have cash you know when we first got there, so you know we, we didn't tip. So I mean that sucks. I guess sorry about that, yeah. but. Um, <laughs> But it just wasn't a thing. Right. And so it's kind of nice. I don't know. I mean, it, they don't do it at all in Europe. <clears throat> I know that for sure. It's an insult to tip in Europe. Well, and that's what my wife was saying. So I was like, well, I guess, you know, we won't tip because I don't want to be a douchey American, you know. But we might have been douchey Americans anyway by not tipping. I don't know. I guess I don't know what the the protocol was, but. Yeah, I don't know how it works in the the UK, but I mean, for sure, Europe, you don't tip. But yeah, it's weird. It seems like you should just be, you know, like it's like a requirement. You just not tip at a restaurant. What's going to happen? Well, I was told, I don't know, when I was much younger that, um, so like you know when you get like the the customer copy and the merchant copy, like mm-hmm. always take always take one of the copies and then, um, so like if you're not gonna leave a tip, make sure you write like a line through it, so right. then they can't, you know, fudge it as easier. Oh, for sure. I don't know if that's a true thing or not, but well, if you're not gonna tip, I would definitely draw a line <laughs> through it. <laughs> Oh, I, yeah. it's very rare that I've not tipped. Right. Other than, oh. I don't know if it's just extremely bad service. Yeah, it might have. I might have not tipped once in my life, but usually I do, even though I hate every time I do it. <laughs> I'm just like, why? Why? 
just pay the people more. That's that's the classic thing. It's well, they don't they make less than minimum wage, and it's like why? <laughs> yeah, because my food would be more expensive. Well, <laughs> just, <laughs> I I don't know. It's just yeah, like the level of I don't know. Uh, so my wife was like, "Oh no, this year we forgot to give the mailman a, a gift card." Oh really? Or like a a tip or whatever, and I was like. Why are we giving the mailman a tip? <laughs> She's like, oh, it's just something nice. And I was like, for doing his job. Right. And we've had a blood feud since we lived in this house. So <laughs> a blood feud? I don't I, I think I maybe brought it up, maybe not, but I don't know. Every winter I like he just leaves these little um passive aggressive notes if the driveway is just a little bit too slippery for him. Yeah. And he just will like be like, hey, if you don't I don't clean this off better, I'm not gonna deliver the mail. <laughs> but you gotta be careful because if they that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. <laughs> well, then I also get after him because then when it's you know spring and summer, he walks so we have a corner lot and he'll walk across the lawn to the sidewalk. And he's worn like a path in the grass. So it's like, stay off my grass and maybe I'll, I'll, I'll shovel for you. Oh my gosh. That's what you should do is send him a note for Christmas. It says stay off the grass or just lay it out like that. Just stay off the grass and I'll make sure to throw some salt down. Yeah. <laughs> But then, I don't know, but then he's also really nice, and if he sees me out in the yard, he'll stop and talk and give me my mail right there. So, I don't know. Yeah. Well, what do you do? That's nice. Yeah. What do you do? Well, if we run out of things. Are you asking, do we run out of things? Yeah. Um. I mean... Probably. I'm sure I could come up with something to get upset about. <laughs> yeah, I should always. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that's probably good. Good place to stop for today. We sound like a bunch of just a couple old dudes complaining about the mail. and I'll own it. I, I for tipping. sure <laughs> am. An, like, I just I don't like it. I don't like anything that's happening. I don't like not being able to, I like being able to talk to people face to face and conducting my business face to face. I don't want to do apps and I don't want to do, you know, call some, I don't know, agency across the ocean with people that are right. just looking at an app, telling me information that I myself could have looked up. I don't, I don't like doing that. Yeah. That's the way of the future. It's stupid. I don't like yeah. it. Oh, did did you got um you got an iPhone right? Unfortunately, yep, I stuck with stuck with the iPhone. You stuck with it. I, yeah. For some reason, I thought you had Android before this. I think because I, I had a ten, and I think I was mentioning to you how much I hated iPhone, and I was going to go back to Android. Um, oh, okay. But one of the main reasons why I wanted to go back to Android was you could do the expandable SD slots, mm. but I guess they stopped doing that with the. Uh, galaxy s21 
Oh, did they? Yeah, so the, the S23 no longer has the expandable, which is another thing. Oh, see, here we go. I told you. I told you I could come up with something. <laughs> I'm getting you. I did it. So cell phones used to be able to have the expandable SD slots. You could, you know, you bought just like your base phone. Mm-hmm. And then you could, you know, they didn't, I don't think they had terabyte SD cards back then, but, you know, you could get, you know, the biggest SD card you could find and throw that in there. And now you got, you know, an iPod slash phone, you know, as you put everything mm-hmm. on there. You also could remove the battery, but now we can't remove batteries. We can't expand the memory. Now it's like you spend thousands of dollars on a mini computer. And they're like, oh, we got a new model coming out, so let's throttle the battery down. Right. It's just... Yeah. It's, I mean, you can't can't be able to remove the battery, because how else would the phone keep listening to you? Exactly. And track you. That's the crazy thing. It's just like, even my uh, earbuds now, you can pull up a map and see where the earbuds are. What? Like, wait, is there a GPS in my earbuds? That's wild. How is it? How is it tracking this? That's <clears throat> crazy, man. But I, I mean, I don't know. You can still replace the battery too in the phone. Like, if it gets down to eighty percent, it's like forty bucks. You can buy a battery and a little kit to take your phone apart and replace it. I suppose, but, but it's just, I don't know. It's very not user-friendly yeah they're just nerfing it basically oh definitely it's about the experience but i'm happy with the iphone very very happy with it i have zero complaints what's your what do you like i guess what draws you to iphone well, I guess that's the other thing, too, is I haven't really experienced... Well, no, I shouldn't say that. I actually had a... Recently for work, I got a... Um, a few months ago, I had a Android phone. They, it's... The interface just isn't as smooth. Like, you're going to swipe. You have to swipe multiple times. It's just stuff... It just feels clunky and cheap. Uh the Android phones for the most part that I'm aware of are just made out of plastic. Hmm. Um, and then most of them come with, uh, apps on there that you can't get rid of, or just a whole bunch of crappy apps or lock you into Google, which I detest Google. I won't like, I refuse to use Google as much as I can. <laughs> Same. Um, it, they're just not as the, the hardware on the, the iPhone is, way better just way way better it feels better it looks better um the actual operating system just nothing ever goes wrong with it ever my phone doesn't crash it doesn't glitch it's just nothing ever goes wrong with it and i've been using it long enough where everything i need i mean i use icloud so i've got whatever, like 200 gigabytes of storage on iCloud. Um, it, I, I don't know. It that's it looks good. It works perfectly. 
I mean, the battery lasts for me. I, that's why I always go with the like the pro model or the bigger phones because the batteries last longer. So I charge my phone like every other day. Um, like I just watched YouTube videos for four hours yesterday and it's just, oh, wow. the battery went down by 50%. It's like, that. I don't know. I think they're just an amazing piece of technology. My big problem with them, which I guess what the guy was telling me is I didn't like the um, proprietary stuff that they have. Mm. So you can't like the, the lack of customization, if you will. Um, But he was telling me, I guess with the 50, well, you have a 15 that it switched to, uh, was it USB-C? Yep. Yep. So that part's cool. So I, I, I've lessened my, my, I don't know, displeasure with, with Apple because of that. But, um, it's still, I don't know. I mean, I got pretty much everything I want on it. I don't, I don't use, uh, what do you call it? Safari. I think I went off on that before. Wait, why don't you like Safari? Aside from Microsoft Explorer is the most cancerous browser I've ever used in my life. How how so? It just I I mean I don't know if I'm not doing it right, but I I just got ads galore with it, and just everything was slower. Mm. And I don't know. I use Brave, so I okay, so, which comes with like a ad blocker and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, I mean the ads are frustrating, I suppose, and it's I it's definitely not the fastest. I mean Google. <clears throat> Uh, Chrome is faster. Bing is faster. I've used those or I have to use those, but not on my phone. I just use Safari and then, um, the actual search engine is DuckDuckGo. Okay. I mean, that's, that's all I use. You could turn on a VPN. I think might help with blocking ads, but, um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I use one of those. I, Use a different browser. Um, I used to use Signal, but they changed their policy, so um, it uh, you can only use Signal like with other people that have it, right? So I mean, I don't know. I mean, iMessage, I supposedly encrypted end to end, which is great, but the thing is. So if you send a signal message, AT&T can't access that. Mm. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah, iMessage is encrypted end-to-end, but AT&T can access it, or Verizon, or whoever you have your Apple through. I I thought they couldn't. That's the whole idea of end-to-end encryption, isn't it? Just only Apple has access to it? I'm, I'm pretty sure they can still pull up your iMessages. Hmm. I know they have the metadata for sure. Like, cause you can go onto your AT&T account and see like when you sent messages and phone calls and all that. So I didn't, I don't think they had access to the actual content. 
I could be wrong on that. If I am, uh, somebody wants to let me know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Got no complaints. And the the freaking camera on the the new one is ridiculous. Is it? Yeah. It's what does it have? Like five times zoom now, and then it has this image stabilization thing. I was using it for work to take pictures of data plates on cell towers from like a hundred yards away. And it's just unbelievably good. Wow. Yeah. So I'm happy with it. And with the, I didn't know if this was a thing before, but for sure with this phone, you can connect it up to external hard drives. So with that USB-C cord, you can just plug it into like a, whatever hard drive you have and you can transfer files. So yeah, I suppose. It's pretty cool. You got uh, you got the fifteen, the fifteen Pro Max, yeah. right? Yeah, yep. I went with the fourteen. It's just like it was cheaper, right? I think for I don't know whatever the monthly fee was. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's what I got. Uh, I think she's got. The, yeah, that's what I got, Sierra, because it was because she didn't have a trade in, but. I had my old one to trade in. They gave me a thousand dollar credit, so I was like, "Oh, nice! I'd be crazy, crazy to not do that." Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That was a good deal. Yeah, I think so. Anyways, of course, it takes them like three months to actually credit it to your account. So <laughs> yeah, they take their sweet time with that. <laughs> yeah, they do. They're getting their upgrade fees, and then they're getting three or four months of the full payment. So they get their money. That's for sure. And that's why they're worth billions of dollars and we're not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. Well, enough rants. Yeah. Do you got do you got anything that you want to go off nope. on? Nope. I think I'm all uh ranted out. <laughs> all right. I got it out of the way at the beginning. <laughs> all right, that's good, I guess. Free and clear. All right. Feeling at peace. Yeah. Do it again next week. We've got to stay consistent with this. Yeah. It's been mostly my fault, I admit. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I just I left the country and just everything went to hell, you know? Yeah, yeah. Can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, same bad right. time, same bad channel next week. Absolutely. All right. We'll see you then. All right. Have a good week. You too. Bye. Thanks. podcasts and waste of time get out of here get out of here people you're wasting your life <laughs>